This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. We are living in a time where our future is uncertain, which means youth voice is as important as ever. Kia ora, join me, Leo, on Operation Rakatahi on ORFM's Youth Zone, 105.4 FM, 1575 AM or online at oar.org.nz or download the Youth Zone app on Google Play or the Apple App Store. Kia ora and welcome back to Operation Rakatahi with Leo. So, right, I'm back in the studio today, um, level two. It's all social distanced and masked up and all a bit different. And so, yeah, um, yeah, last week was different. It was recorded from home, pre-recorded and in an interesting format. And, you know, it was, it worked out quite well. It was odd not coming into the studio, but we're back now a whole month later and you know it is what it is and it's kind of the redo of the new normal i guess um so like you know take care out there because it's a bit messy and it's a bit chaotic and hopefully we'll be getting back to um normal soon um you know yeah so first off i wanted to like the show is going to be a bit, there's going to be lots of different topics I'm going to talk about and little different, um, yes, things. So starting off with, I'm going to want to send out my aroha to people involved in the Auckland terror attack because, like, that's a freaky thing and, um, you know, especially when you're just going out to go get your groceries and that's kind of your only thing you get to do out and about and that happens that really sucks and people were gravely hurt and like you know so you know and it and also to the people who were involved with the Dunedin attack just across the road at the countdown here because like this might have brought back lots of memories for some people and yeah so take care of everyone out there because the world's a chaotic place and you never know when stuff like this can happen and you know so you know take care of everyone out there because you know it's very chaotic and, you know. So, but also, like, just, yeah. Um, also, before I go into the topic, um, s- the topics we're going to be talking about today, I want to talk about, because this is something I have mentioned before on the show, but it's kind of, I've got a new angle on it. Like, it was actually, like, in terms of, I wasn't able to get guests in because it's all chaotic and a bit messy. And I was trying to find a theme for the show. And I was just looking through the news, trying, like this was a few days ago, trying to work out how I was going to put the show together. And it was, I found it quite hard because our media is so Eurocentric and so Kiwi-centric. It's really hard to filter through to find something because everyone's talking about COVID right now and I've talked about it numerous times on the show. I thought I'll find something to talk about that we can, that's outside of our world. And it's kind of just been drowned out by COVID, which yes, that's important that we're getting out information through to us around what's going on directly to us, but actually it's completely drowned out anything else. Like you had to dig or you had to be seeking it out to find any updates on what was going on in Afghanistan or Ethiopia etc etc like 
or in, if any new developments didn't come up, you had to look for it, or they just didn't show up at all in your feed. So I found it really quite... I, I just found it really, like... Um, it, it just felt very... It just felt very whitewashed and very Eurocentric in the way that we look at the world. And it was really disappointing to see. And I think I keep going on and on about this, but actually it is a big problem because, you know, it is what the world is like. But once I did my digging and read some things, I managed to find a couple of nice themes to talk about. And so, well, actually not so nice themes if I'm honest, but um, it was nice to see stuff in my feed that wasn't just New Zealand or COVID updates but the, the topics themselves aren't that great so um, but you know I'll be talking about the Texas abortion ban and why that's a big it's more than just banning abortion it is harmful on women's rights in general and I think it should be discussed and I have talked a lot about and then later in the show after I've talked about that I'm going to be talking about the human um microplastic ingestion so you know whether we know it or not we're consuming lots of plastic through our bodies all the time and we don't know it and I thought like it is talked about but very vaguely and not all like I just thought actually it should be something to be discussed and you know I've talked briefly about this on other topics before around plastic I think last time I can think of it was with Easter we were talking about plastic in the ocean and how it inhibits ourselves but I thought more specifically we should talk about microplastic and the problems around us ingesting it because we don't realize it but we are and it's quite bad so I'm going to go to a song break I've got out the Kimi music CDs again and play you a couple of songs and then we'll be back so here we go Would this be something you would do no 
Kia ora and welcome back to Operation Rakatahi with Leo. So, um, I'm going to be talking about the major like um, law reform happening in Texas right now that is something that should be, like, even though it's happening over there, <coughs> over in Texas, it is a big thing because it's one of the largest, it is the second largest state in the US and it is also the one of it is the the most powerful country in the world in it in its terms of its influence across the world and its um and its military and economic outreach it is the one of it, up there with china as one of the most powerful countries in the world which kind of and also it is a member it is an ally of New Zealand and so it has got lots of deep connections and why is a big deal because this is it almost feels like a going backwards and in, in progression through the ages and it's a very Handmaid's Tale-esque outright ban and how it's the corruptness going on around it and it's very and it it is also the fallout of the Trump presidency and his appointment of super conservative um, uh, Supreme Court justices. So, you know, it is something that will probably have lots of other devastating effects down the line as a fallout of the Trump presidency. So, like, you know, so... With the already messily organised and politically drifted apart Supreme Court, um, it has allowed the te- um, Texas to pass a law through that bans most abortions, stripping women of the right of the choice to an abortion in the, se- the the country's second largest state being Texas. So, you know, it's... You don't really hear very much in in the world at the moment of people going backwards, countries going or states going backwards on abortion reform. It's either they just keep them where they are or they legalize it. It's very, it, you, you, and especially in the in such a and especially in the developed world, you don't particularly hear of this happening, which is quite a in a place that also has had this choice had choice in the past it is it is quite an indictment on women's rights and yes i am i know i'm not a woman and i can't speak to all of this but i can talk around the political and this this around around the political stuff that's going on around it and and it should be talked about men and women should talk about this because it is a big thing and it it affects it affects society at large and it's quite a um it is almost a bit of a blow and i know there's people out there who will be agreeing with this and people who are against this and it is but it is and it is quite a controversial topic albeit that it's a big thing that should like that is, but it, it, and it is going backwards and yes that is my political bias and um but it is a 
big thing that is happening and a lot and like having choice is a big deal because actually it's not about what these politicians think or these um, Supreme Court justices think. It's about the the women in the situations themselves because it's their bodies and they should be the ones to decide it. It shouldn't be anyone else, you know. Um, the Supreme Court voted five to four early on Thursday morning to deny an emergency appeal to stop this from happening, um, to block the enforcement of the law. So that's a power that the Supreme Court always has if they want to. If they get a majority vote, um, they can stop a law in any state from happening if they deem that they don't like it. Similar thing happens in New Zealand logistically where um, our Governor-General could not give it royal assent and go on the Queen's behalf and go, no, we don't want this to go into law. It happens very rarely in New Zealand. happens more often in the US when it's got more of a... They get assent through the um, Supreme Court, essentially. And emergency appeals happen more often than royal assent being denied in New Zealand. So, you know... It's quite a big deal on a thing that had a lot of momentum and a lot of support behind it. The Supreme Court that that it got put to the Supreme Court as a um, emergency appeal is a big deal, and there was a there's been numerous amounts of protests going on, and it's quite actually surprising. Yeah, so. Yeah, this this law was signed by the Republican governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, in May. It prohibits once. Um, it it prohibits. So Oh, it prohibits abortions. Full stop. Once medical professionals detect that there's a pregnancy in the woman usually around six weeks and before most women know they're pregnant. So, you know, it's quite a big deal that this has been outright done. It is important to know that this is the strictest law against abortion rights in the United States since the High Court's Court's landmark um, decision in 1973 as part of a pushed by Republicans across the country to impose new restrictions on abortions. At least 12 other states have enacted bans at the moment. Some have been blocked and some are in the process of going into effect. This is the only one successful so far. So it it shows quite a more... More, it shows that the Republican Party itself is going more right wing, which may be quite scary going into the future because we could well do get an even more Republican, more even more right leading president creating chaos in the world from a Republican in the future if they do get than Trump in the future. So, like, it would be. If that's the main opposition party in, right now, and it is going more, uh, more fascist than it already is, is not 
it, it's quite a scary thought and a quite a scary sign and yeah the other thing that's really a bit i would say corrupt about this is the supreme court and the high court declined this in the middle of the night so it got unnoticed which is quite a stealth move and it is it is often quite a common move with a um, law that does have quite a lot of opposition and political momentum to have the vote in the middle of the night when people don't expect it because then they don't have protesters showing up against it in the middle of the night. So, you know, as they would during the day. So, which is quite a, it's a stealth, really corrupt and I would say anti-democratic because people have their democratic right to turn up and protest regardless on what the issue is and what the issue is about. People should be allowed to use their democratic right to turn up to protest, but the fact that they stealthily do it in the middle of the night when people don't expect it is quite... It it is anti-democratic in principle because people have the right to... Yeah. And the fact that, like I said before, it's very Handmaid's Tale-esque the way that this law is going and many other agendas being pushed by the Republican Party that have also kind of got support by the Supreme Court as a fallout of the Trump presidency is quite a scary thing that aspects of this are very, you see in novels and movies like The Handmaid's Tale, Hunger Games, etc., etc., whether they're in this most, in the, and, and you can see aspects of this becoming more real, which is quite a, um, that you see in almost dystopian, uh, these are sorts of things that you expect to see in dystopian um, fiction, you don't expect to see in real life, which is quite a, um, it's actually quite a scary thing to think about and you know it's like really messy and it's yeah and it's it's a real blow to women's rights and you lose all it's uh, i i feel like when stuff like this happens, people also lose faith in institutions at large and get discontent with the system because they feel like whatever they do isn't going to change anything, which is quite a sad thought that this is what is happening. And, you know, like it is what it is, and but it sucks. So like it, it's what's happening. And, it will be quite a scary thing for women in Texas not to have that choice, or at least, yes, yeah, because this is people governing their bodies in the way that doesn't make it about them in their own body, which is really, I think, yeah, it's just it's criminal um yeah so i'm gonna go to another song break and we'll be back talking about microplastics so here you go 
Reservations, I ain't talking about them, but still I'm confident that I can break to your shell. Though I can't buy you designer like the Gucci Chanel, Prada, Balenciaga, or Louis Vuitton. But hell, I ain't got much more than the clothes I got on. But I can show you how I'm living life, baby. I know your life's been boring lately. Well, I can change that if you let Aladdin show you a whole new world, and maybe you can be my Jasmine. So make your choice, cause I made mine. We'll toast a few cold brews. 
fears and watch your hesitation the fade like outside, tell me can we roll She said can we go to a place we never ever been before mm, Been before I told her alright, we gon' take all night She said I don't mind with a man like you We can take our time We can take our time, yeah, yeah I just met you think I like you and I like to be the one right by the side who you see right through window seat as we fly to paradise views in the sky no satellite nine be the cloud that we ride in uh-huh pretty sure love is what I'm in fate never rest perfect timing shotgun never mind the backseat love drunk I don't even worry about the taxi the Uber's outside tell me can we roll she said can we go to a place we never ever been before mm, been before
Kia ora and welcome back to Operation Rakatahi with Leo. So, if you just joined me, I was just talking about the um, the Texas abortion ban and why that is a loss for women's rights in Texas and the fallout because of that and, you know, yes. Yeah. So, now I'm going to be talking about microplastics. So, microplastics, before I get into the problems around it, I should probably talk about what microplastics are because some of you might know what they are, some of you might not, and there's a lot to go through. But in a broad sense, microplastics are plastic particles that are less than five millimeters across in its width. They come from a whole range of household and everyday items such as clothes we wear, home furnishings, uh, and food and drink packaging, and much, much more. And, you know, the fact that we are producing them, they are getting into places they shouldn't. And um, there's been, they've been seeing studies come out about microplastics that, that they've been found all over the place, all over the world, including places as high as as high as mountains, way up in the Arctic Circle and in the Mariana Trench off the coast of Japan. So, like, which is the deepest ocean trench in the world, um, which is quite crazy that they're managing to get all over the world. And, um, yeah, so but these microplastics, they derive from petrochemicals, which are extracted from oil and gas products and are settling in dust around the world. So, you know, but the main problem about microplastics I'm going to be talking about is they can be toxic to humans They and they've been found in the human body, which is not great because... They can cause cancer and damage our DNA because they carry carcinogenic and mutagenic chemicals. So, which is not great at all that we're worried about plastics that you can't even, that are so tiny that you wouldn't even notice them and some you can't even see is blooming crazy. The other thing that is scary about microplastics is getting in the human body because plastics degrade slowly over hundreds of or even thousands of years depending on the plastic microplastics often get stuck in our bodies and will often accumulate and likely stay in our bodies after we for hundreds stay with our bodies for hundreds of years after we die um you know, is that's kind of a bit macabre and it's quite scary that plastics that are living inside our bodies that we can't actually escape because I'll go into why it's almost impossible to not have microplastics in your body and to not allow microplastics in your body because even if you don't surround yourself with plastic they come in all different ways and it is really, really messy because uh, microplastics are creating problems 
all over the world, including our oceans, the seabed, and particularly in the ice caps. They're also getting into our freshwater ecosystems. They're in our soil. As I mentioned before, they're getting into our bodies. And the other thing that is a new development in the last few couple of years is they've been detecting microplastics becoming airborne. And we are, well, we, we've started to breathe them in too. So it is really like, and they've been found in the air, inside, indoors and outdoors, which is really like freaky to know that you could be breathing in plastic and not know. And like, you know, it is really like scary to think that you can't escape it because you 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 just can't you you'd have to not be breathing anymore to escape it like it's blimmin' scary to think that this is the world we've come to and how it's being involved with plastic everywhere you go like and it, no matter how much we perfect how we use plastics or not use plastics We've already left a legacy that is going to outlive us because plastic lives longer than you'd ever think because hundreds of years before it can biodegrade, like, you know. And But the, the, the other thing is it may look like it's biodegrading, but it's just disintegrated into microplastics from, say, a plastic bottle. So, like... It breaks down, but it doesn't fully go away because these microplastics stick around. And we've created this beast that is hard to avoid. And so, like like with plastics creating problems with the human body, causing damage to our DNA strands and, cause, and potentially causing cancer in us, it also affects the environment in many different ways. There have been studies about how these microplastics have been caught up in the ocean and causing problems for life and polluting it full of plastic, which is and contributing to what they call the Great Pacific Garbage Patch in the Pacific Ocean. There is an equivalent of it in the there's two of them at the in the Atlantic Ocean. And there is one in the Indian Ocean. And these are where stuff that gets stuck in the ocean, predominantly plastic, gets, due to the natural flow of the ocean, they kind of swirl and make it into this place. And which is quite a... scary thing to think about because it may look like it's gone but no it goes somewhere else and it is causing havoc everywhere else and but the problem is 90% of the world's plastic they don't know where it is because they can only report at least 10% of the world's plastic micro or not and because 
what we see in the micro plastic patches and in, um, in the garbage patches in the oceans apparently is only 10% because and they believe of all of the discarded plastic in the world because they're under the seafloor caught up in the marine bed and often they don't get far from the shore because they're actually polluting in our shallow waters and getting buried under sand as well so sand and rocks and everything so it is quite a scary thing to think about and some of these patches are as big as china and like in the ocean so like which is scary to think about that you've got patches that are so massive that they're as big as countries like and some of the largest countries in the world so you know it's scary to think about the other thing I should talk about is they've found th- there's been studies about microplastics in um, Antarctica and in the Arctic that they're finding that microplastics are getting in underneath the ice and in places freezing in the ice w- when it freezes, which is and like that the fact that that's getting held there is when also there isn't much life in those areas especially Antarctica where it's only army bases really and scientific bases that all of the world's plastic is all getting seeped up into Antarctica which is blimmin freaky to think about like like you know it's messy and the fact that we have to live with microplastics getting into places they shouldn't and there's only going to be more and more as time goes on and it's going to fill out environments and get into places that shouldn't like the the ice caps like it's blooming freaky and also like in the oceans, there's pl- microplastics getting caught up in the fresh water and getting stuck there too on our riverbeds and our lake beds all over the world. And also, there is a potential that when it gets up, caught up into the Earth's soil, there's been studies come out about how it degrades the these microplastic fibers almost they ruin the quality of the soil that they're getting caught up in and these what they call um are getting eaten these microplastics in the soil are losing their are making the soil I've just lost my train of thought sorry there um uh, making the soil less fertile in its way that it's thinking and also things like worms and other um, and other bugs and insects that crawl through our soil they're eating it and so 
it's getting eaten by the bottom of the food chain and they're seeing microplastics as yes and it's also not killing them outright and so the fact that the bottom of our food chain is eating microplastics it will event it, it, it that accumulates and accumulates and accumulates so even the food that we eat if you eat meat is going to be if you eat meat it's going to be full of plastics because the food it eats has been eating microplastics too and if you eat um, when you eat vegetables the soil that has been grown in is being full of microplastics and there's been reports about microplastics getting into vegetables because the soil is full of it and which is just blooming freaky that you can't actually avoid plastic because it's getting into everything and the fact that we're eating it we're breathing it in and it's getting swirled up into our environment and it's settling in our bodies too which are plastics that will live that will be stuck with us longer than we'll be alive is blimmin messy and it is scary to think that it's almost like it's 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 almost like you can't avoid what is going on in the world because what's going on with plastic because it's always going to be with you no matter what which and the idea of forever is a really scary thing and for everyone regardless of I think everyone will admit the idea of forever is scary because forever is forever like or a very very long time and so and that doesn't mean we can't not try and stop what is going on with these microplastics but at the same time it's almost inevitable now because the world is full of it and there's no way to avoid microplastics because that is what's happening and you know, yeah. So I hope you found that educational and I hope you guys read some more about these topics because actually there's a lot more that I couldn't fit into this hour. And, you know, it's quite a lot to think about. And I hope it was it helped you think about other things other than COVID right now because the world's a bit of a mess and, you know, kind of, think about what's going on yes these aren't great topics and maybe they might not have been a great sidetrack but you know they're educational and we should be talking about these things and especially when our media is drowning every topic out under the sun mostly just to talk about what's going on here when you're getting like you're getting all the articles filling up and you don't get to see anything else is quite i think sad so you know read some stuff about this because actually it's a big deal and we're going to be living with these things with these microplastic problems for a long time and yeah so if anything in this show has given you has made you real what is it with me today i'm losing my train of thought um if you need support from a trained counsellor, contact 1737. I always include this in the show because 
it's always important that everyone knows where to go if they need some help. Uh, download the Usone app on Google Play or the Apple App Store to catch up on podcasts. If you've missed some episodes, you want to listen, or you want to listen, watch some exclusive content, videos, etc., etc. It's full of awesome creations that have come out of um, Orifian. And visit my Instagram page at operation.rangatahi and just flick, give us a follow. And if you want to come on the show as a guest or you have anything you want spoken about on the air, flick me an email at operation uh, at operation.rangatahi at gmail.com. So I'll see you all in two weeks' time and hopefully we'll be at level one. If not, we'll keep our distance more and live longer and continue the track we're on but hopefully the world will be starting to settle a lot more down and yeah so kakiti anō bye this podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air